rise up. Whoa, not gonna give up. Whoa, we're gonna rise up. Welcome to Rise Up, hosted by me, Steve Cullum. This episode is brought to you by Patreon. If you'd like to support me and help this podcast keep going, please consider going over to patreon.com forward slash Steve Cullum and consider donating or becoming a supporter because uh, that's what's going to keep this thing going. And uh, I, um, the reason I started this podcast was because um, my son was still born the beginning of this year, 2023. His name's Asher Kai, and um, I wanted to honor him and and uh, give him a voice that uh, you know we could share inspirational stories and motivational stories that could help you uh, reach your dreams, and in a small way, maybe he was, maybe he'd be a part of that. And uh, so, thank you again. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Steve Com and uh, consider donating any amount. It all helps. And so, let's dive into today's podcast with Sherilyn. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Well, there in the morning, it's it's so there's no one awake. There's no lights except for street lights on and. And it's just uh, that's the darkest part before the dawn. And and um, so, yeah, I love that. I love that, that, you know, your breakthrough could be the very next hour or the next day. And and, uh, you know, and I, I want to kind of expand on that just for um, for everybody in any walk of life. You know, your next promotion or your next uh, next opportunity for, you know, whatever it is, could be tomorrow, could be the very next thing. And if if you quit, like Sherilyn said, if you quit, well, you know, if you quit your job, if you just say, I'm not doing that anymore, and you post on social media and saying, I'm not doing it, or whatever it is, if you quit and you quit believing, and um, I also believe too that, you know, if you believe, you'll, you'll kind of follow what you believe. Like if you believe that it'll happen, it might happen tomorrow, or it might happen. If it doesn't happen tomorrow, it, it might happen the next day. If it doesn't happen the next day, it might happen. If you keep doing that, you'll keep pushing, you'll keep walking. And you'll keep heading in that direction. And then the opportunity will come because I think it's just like seasons of life. You know, um, you know, we've after you go through, after you collect birthdays, some birthdays, <laughs> after you collect quite a few, you realize that that just as sure as there's summer, there's good times, there's going to come fall and then there's going to be winter. You know, so as much as you know, like can you can you can use that for your finances, you know, in summer when you get a big check for whatever it is. Don't spend it all because <laughs> you know that there might be some times later on that that the winter's coming. Let's just say that winter's coming and um, and just know that when you're in winter, the very next day, uh, the very next season could be your amazing, your best summer ever. And um, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I love just uh, talking about all that kind of stuff because coming back to what is, is. You know, I, I, and I, I believe Cheryl and you too are, are very positive. We kind of always lean on that more of that positive side. And, um, you know, one of the things I often do, uh, I do it every single morning. It's on my to-do list. As soon as I get up, I have my coffee and my, my little quiet time. I, I have 10 fingers. So I have 10 things I have to be thankful for. And, and, you know, after the beginning of this year, it's, it's been hard. It's kind of been hard to try and find some thankful things. 
but I always start off with, you know, I have four limbs. I have an arms. I have all my digits. You know, I don't, I, I'm, there's many people who, who, you know, when you're, you know, I'm sure you, when you're, um, when you could hardly walk, you were probably the same. You were like, you're like, I, you know, like I can't walk. I really, really am so thankful when I can without my cane. Um, but yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, and I think that, <laughs> like you say, you go through the tough stuff and it wakes you up to the good stuff. And so yeah. going through a season of not being able to walk does wake you up to the good stuff. And suddenly you're celebrating when you can walk to the mailbox, you know, like I walked to the mailbox without my cane, you know, and then before you know it, eventually you're walking a mile or eventually maybe you're jogging again. And, um, but yes, I think it's like having to be a, have our hearts awaken to what really matters and and being grateful for mm -hmm. sometimes the simplest of things i know it's, it's yeah if you got breath and you're breathing and, you, and you're not in the hospital that's something to be thankful for you know if you're if you have a car in the garage you know or wherever you know you, that's something to be thankful for if you got food in the fridge a lot of people in a lot of countries they don't know where the next meal is and you know i've i've experienced that myself with going down to uh, nicaragua or el salvador and just seeing how people people how, how can people can live you know it's like i might look at the fridge and it's pretty much uh three quarters full so it's it's pretty much full and i look in there and go ah there's nothing to eat let's go out to dinner <laughs> and it's like and it's you know i'm sure everyone's done that but but um so but, but Cheryl, one of the things that um i'm so inspired uh from you is that you know we've you've i know you've had a roller coaster ride and and you've been through some seasons but yet you're in a place now where you just you've decided to give just pour it all back in and and give and show and help other people. Um, can you tell us a little bit about some of the things that you're doing at the moment? Like I know you're 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 kind of like uh, you're helping people to kind of become more artists because you've you've done world tours. What I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm just saying it as it is. You've been around the world touring. You know you've been in these places. So share. Can you share about a little about how you're giving back and what you're actually doing now? Yeah, absolutely. You know, over a lot of years, it started out for me of like teaching guitar and voice and piano. And then some of those students that I started to work with for years, as they got older, they're like, hey, would you help me record my first single? Or how do I launch myself a website as an artist? You know, so it kind of turned into some artist development and working one-on-one -on -one with people. And then during the pandemic, some of those artists I'd been working with one-on-one -on -one were like, have you ever considered like starting a course or program to help independent songwriters. Like you've learned so much in 25 years, both signed to a label and then as an independent artist, so many kind of random tidbits of information that can be so helpful. And so I started doing some research. It was about a year and a half ago and honestly had like, 75 conversations with independent songwriters to just find out what are they struggling with and like kind of took down the top 10 things I felt like I saw them struggling with and looked at okay where do I have some areas of expertise and some experience and where can I really be of service and so I ended up launching a 12-week boot camp for independent songwriters who really want to learn how to like strategically like record, release, pitch, and promote their next single and hopefully do it to where they get a really good return on their investment. And based on their goals, like, okay, if my goal is to pitch it for TV or film, okay, let's reverse engineer a plan to help you get there. If my goal is to have my songs sung in churches around the world, okay, 
let's reverse and engineer a plan to help you towards that goal. And to try to just give them practical steps, things I've learned the hard way um, to help them in their career. And hopefully that they get to rise off of my own shoulders. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. And so now you're, you're giving back. And, and as you're saying that, basically you started your own business to give back. You started your business from a, uh, a need. People are calling you and asking you for, for advice and all that kind of thing. And then you're like, well, hey, I can shape this into helping more people. I can structure this a little bit more to help people, you know? And so, so many people out there right now who who might be listening to to us right now, um, they have a dream, they have an idea and and they would love to, to uh, expand on that and grow that and start that. One of the things I know you did was uh, the saying of doing it afraid. You know, I know that it's just like me, you know, when you start a business, it's it's scary. It's yeah. <laughs> How did you overcome some of that fear to be like, all right, I'm putting my hand up over here. I'm doing a course. If you want it, if you don't want it, no worries. I didn't want to do it anyway. <laughs> no, That's how we all feel, you know. It's like, but you didn't. You put your hand up and you started. How, how, what were some of the fears that you had to go through for that? Yeah. You know, it was so interesting because the course really wasn't my idea. It was others who saw something and and like encouraged me towards it. And I don't think I would have thought of it on my own. At the time, I was actually working for a fitness company kind of behind the scenes doing operations coordination. And this fitness company had a program for physical trainers. And so my boss who saw my gifts said, you know what? Like, you really should start a similar program for songwriters. Have you ever considered that? And I was like, I have not. <laughs> oh, and wow. So like, it was like, I'm having songwriters that I had been working with one-on-one kind of telling me, have you considered this? I had a someone in a totally other industry who saw how I was gifted and how I was helping even their physical trainer program with some of my admin skills and things like that. And so hearing people kind of on both sides of in the business side and in my artistic side, encouraging me towards it, I almost felt like I just had to, it was like, this was kind of laid before me, you know, but I think the, the biggest thing is I saw there are so many courses or programs, where does mine, you know, really fit in, but by doing research, I felt like I started to find a niche. I found bits of information that I knew that maybe people had said, well, I've done this other course, but I didn't learn that there. I'm like, oh, okay. So here's an area where I can help, whether it's things like copyrights or how to register, you know, with a PRO or song trust or sound exchange or all these different pieces of being an independent artist. Like how do I piece it all together? If I've never worked with a producer, how do I even find one? How do I build a budget? How, what are scratch tracks? You know, like all these questions that maybe we take for granted, those of us who are further along, there are so many new songwriters or independent artists, even some who've been doing things for years that maybe still have missing pieces of the puzzle in their music industry education or what have you. So I think for me, it just became this thing of like, I felt like I had to, I felt compelled. I felt like I see a need that I think I'm meant to fill. And so I knew that it would be risky. <laughs> I knew that I had to be bold, but in a way the pandemic almost forced me into it because everything else had kind of I don't know, all the other bridges had dried up, you know? And so I'm like, okay, I think this is what I meant to do. And I just went all in. Um, so it really took that kind of just like faith to build the bridge while I was, or I guess to, to like walk on the bridge while I was still building it. That's what it felt like, right? <laughs> One board at a time, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that is freaky. And for a lot of people, um, 
that's just like just so free that's just so scary and and that's what's stopping a lot of people from stepping out you know a lot of people have had um their grand grandparents say it, their parents say it, uh, their friends their co-workers saying exactly the same things but you did something that that you know i want to encourage the listeners to be like that that fear thing it's just such a real thing i remember the first time i launched out a course um uh, and, and did something like that it was like i remember being so scared just being so like oh my goodness what happens if no one signs up not what happens if no one buys the product what happens if i open up the business and you know and and for me it was a course so if, if i open up the cart and it's crickets you know what if what if that happens and and i i was it was, it was such a scary moment for me and and um how did do, do you remember how that was or are you just you you it just you're just like i gotta do it this is my only shot um meaning that everything had closed down if i don't do, i gotta try it because i'm gonna starve is were yeah. you at that point or there was a little bit of that kind of like i've got to figure out a way to leverage the gifts i have and the knowledge i have in a way that's useful um, and so there was a little bit of that. I think I also, I definitely have this pattern in my life of not being afraid to reinvent myself. And so, you know, in fact, I was just thinking of like the timing of everything. So it's kind of interesting that I ended up launching a podcast right around the time of the pandemic, I believe. Um, and basically the premise of it was it's never too late to reinvent yourself. And so it was telling some of my stories of reinventing myself over different years, whether it's different careers or shifting from, you know, signed to independent and all the things, you know. Um, but then I interviewed people who also had gone through shifts. I interviewed, um, you know, a gal who went to school to be like an auto engineer and decided she wanted to be a full-time wedding photographer. It made this huge pivot in her life and she's living her dream now and she loves it. It. And um, and then I introduced uh, this woman who was a seven figure CEO who you know ended up like face planting on her kitchen floor one night, um, totally burnt out, and she pivoted her whole life, started spending two hours a day alone, ended up writing a book about it, and now she's a best selling author. Like, and that woman. Her name is Peyton Hughes. You guys can go check out her book. I'll just plug her book. It's called Take Two. It's really good. But anyways, Peyton is the one who encouraged me that I should start a course or program. She was the CEO of the fitness company that I was working for. So you just think of all these like random things and people and serendipitous conversations. And so she was a guest on my podcast. And then shortly after she ended up hiring me at her company, shortly after she said, you know what, you should start your own course. And so all these things kind of working together and you just go like, I never could have planned any of this. Yeah. Like I never would have dreamed any of this for myself. And yet it feels so right. And so I think when you kind of are not afraid to reinvent yourself over and over and to kind of follow what I call the, like the breadcrumb trail of joy, <laughs> like, like That's where good. is life going to take you tomorrow and just keep following those things that light you up and keep you going and make you want to wake up the next day. And, and so doing a podcast was part of that for me. And, um, writing music is that for me, coaching other artists is that for me. And so I do a lot of all of that now, my life is very versatile and I do a lot of things throughout the week so and I love it and and that is and and you're just so giving because all of those things you listed are giving things things that you're giving back to people you're you're investing in people you know it's um I just I think it's so so cool and and you just said something about you know the the podcast how do how do people find your find your podcast 
Yeah, it's called Have You Seen Me Now? So you can actually go to haveyouseenmenow.com and a listen there. I did um, a full season a little while back and then I've had a couple podcasts. Since then, I was telling Steve, I do hope to revive it. I've been so focused on my coaching program for the last year, like building a whole curriculum and, you know, promoting that. And so it's, you know, there's again, different seasons, and but it's still very much something I want to do. I feel like really passionate about. So this was a really good conversation to have a Steve because, um, you know, it's like all these paths kind of crossing it back again, but Steve, uh, was a, a guest on my podcast too. And so it's just cool that we're able to, you know, have this moment where I get to be a guest on his and you just never know where life's going to take it. <laughs> uh, that's so cool. And, uh, people, anybody listening here, definitely go over to, uh, check Sherilyn's out. How, sorry, have you seen me now.com? And um, check it out. But one of the things that you you touched on, and and as we before we kind of wrap up, I wanted to uh, um, touch a little bit on this, and I think it's so awesome that you said how to like how to reinvent yourself, and and you know we hear about that so much in um, you know in the music industry. You know, there's artists that you have to reinvent yourself every to some extent. You know, uh, you can't do the same album, or else you're going to have only have those same amount of fans or followers if you want to keep growing you have to reinvent yourself you have to change with the style and we all know even when you're talking about fashion or anything and I'm not the most fashionable person I'll tell you that now but I know um my wife is so she teaches me all this but um I know that uh you have to reinvent yourself there's there's uh you know there's there's trends you know and if you if you stay in that one trend we all have friends or we know people that are <laughs> when did you buy those clothes that was like you know that was a long time you've stayed in that same area and it's something that maybe doesn't even matter to some people some people don't even care but in in other areas you've got to reinvent yourself with your mindset if you don't reinvent yourself with with what's happening in the in in the uh the economy and the marketplace you know you won't even see see the writing on the wall you know as musicians we could see the writing on the wall that cds were were going out with this these mp3s these new um streamable songs you know this itunes company i you know we had to see that that was heading into the future and it's the same as if you've got to be you've got to be reinventing yourself and you've got to be open to change it's coming because as we just talked about those seasons if you're in summer it's not going to be summer forever it's mm -hmm. it's something's going to happen and you have to be open to that and and I, so I don't know if you want to add anything to that but I, I love that saying you know uh, reinvent yourself yeah no for sure and I think I mean even for me as a songwriter I I honestly didn't write a song for like a year I think the last song I had released was Christmas of 2020 one and I didn't write anything all or release anything all through 2022 and I kind of was going through this rough patch and I thought well maybe maybe I'm just a coach now really it was kind of what I th thought I was thinking in my head I've, I've launched this program um I'm helping people release music like a pro and you know maybe it's just my time to coach and I won't be writing or releasing music anymore I kind of come to peace with that if that's kind of where it was headed but I think a lot of it was just having to process, you know, even some of the things we talked about, like still processing through trauma, still processing through grief, still processing through where my life had ended up and it not turning out like I had envisioned. And yet I'm still here and what is, is, and I may as well keep moving forward. And so I ended up meeting 
a guitar player. We started hanging out and writing songs. Like, and before I knew it, you know, it's like the music just started flowing again. Um, so released, you know, a new single this year, but it's so different than anything I've ever done. It was definitely me reinventing myself as an artist in a whole new way. And it brought out a whole new side of me. And, and so, yeah, I feel like, you know, just to encourage anyone listening to not be afraid, whether it's in your musical life, in your career, um, you know, if you feel that tug, that draw, something that lights you up, I always, you know, encourage people to like chase the joy, find the joy. And um, it might be, might surprise you, you know, what happens if you chase the joy. Oh my goodness. That is good. I love that. Right. You're dropping so many great nuggets. These are all songs and no wonder you're a songwriter. Chase the joy. That's a song right there. And it's just like, oh, that's amazing. And so what about your artist stuff? How do, how do we find, um, well, I know how to find it, but how, uh, how do other people find your music on Spotify? Yeah, I go by just Sherilyn as an artist. So you can search me on all streaming platforms as Sherilyn, S-H-E-R-I-L-Y-N. All my socials are Sherilyn Music. So please come by and say hi. I would love to hear from you. That's amazing. Well, gosh, thanks. Thanks again so much, Cheryl, for hanging out. Is um yeah, I wonder uh, one last thing before we before we go, or one last little uh, uh comment or how going forward what would what would be one takeaway that you hope um uh, that you'd give to the listeners or if, if one little last nugget i know you've dropped about 20 already but um <laughs> what would be one little thing for somebody who's maybe walked in your same shoes or has been in many of the same shoes you know throughout our lives we have many pairs of shoes many different different seasons but somebody who's related to uh what you've been through what would what would what would uh, one little thing that you'd say as we just finish up mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for anybody who's had a sleepless night, anybody who's paced the floor or, you know, have feel like at, you're at the end of your rope, you maybe lost a lot of hope. Um, I think the biggest encouragement I can give you is to just not give up, <laughs> to not give up, to keep chasing the joy, to recognize that if you have breath in your lungs, life is still worth fighting for. Songs are still worth being written. Um, it, you know, there's still beaches to be walked and mountains to be climbed. And like, it's like, you're having to choose joy. You're having to choose to wake up tomorrow you're choosing life you're choosing breath you're choosing right and so that's the the biggest thing I feel like I've learned in my journey is like it's it's a choice to get up each day it's a choice to continue to try and chase the joy it's a choice you know and and like that's the only thing that I have done different any day that has led to joy in the sense of like how can I put this um Yesterday could have been a really crummy day, let's say, and it was. I honestly had kind of a down day yesterday. I was feeling emotionally dragged. I was just like a little depressed. I was not, you know, feeling my best. And I kind of let myself feel the feelings, but I still got up and I did my day and I did the dishes and I did the stuff, you know, and even when I wasn't feeling my greatest. But then I got up today and I felt better. And I, so I didn't do anything different. I'm still doing the stuff and I'm still, you know, having songwriter meetings on Zoom and I'm still writing music and I was sending a track to a producer and I'm still doing the stuff. But yesterday I felt crummy. Today, I feel more centered. Wow. <laughs> so it, it isn't always like what we're doing, but it's just choosing to keep going and knowing that joy will come. And 
that not every day is as dark as the rest. It's kind of like the weather. It's like some days it's crummy weather and some days it's glorious, but we choose to get up each day and, and experience that what is, is. Gosh, I, that's amazing. I, we're going to end on that because that's just, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for hanging out. And again, uh, ch- everybody check out uh, Sherilyn's stuff. And um, and uh, yeah, so, all right. Thanks a lot. See ya. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate this. It's been awesome. Well, that was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Sherilyn, for coming in. Um, you dropped so many great nuggets, so many great wisdom bombs. And um, and so so if this has been helpful to you, if you've gotten anything out of this, I encourage you to head over to my Patreon account, which is patreon.com forward slash Steve Collin, and consider uh, becoming a, a sponsor, consider becoming a supporter. Um, it's uh, the only way I can do this is uh, through you guys helping. And so thanks again so much. And uh, we will see you in the next one. Rise up, yeah. Oh.